I like that we coordinated our outfits, by the way. Oh, we did. Yeah, I never wear yellow, too. And That's even the vans. Funny thing. Down to the vans. <laughs> the this cuffed is, jeans. And the cuffed jeans. Got a bunch of twins <laughs> over here. If only I had longer socks on. Yeah. I wore my fun socks yesterday, which would have matched my outfit better today, now that uh. I think about it. Hello and welcome to the EduPunks Podcast. This is your host, Craig Biedemann, welcoming you to episode two of In Between Spins, our now monthly conversation on all things new music in the world today. It's a very exciting uh, conversation we have this week with my friend Jacqueline O'Connell, who is back once again. Uh, we got a lot of really great feedback from the first In Between Spins we did last month on our album of 2017, and now in this episode... We're talking about current music that we're enjoying and the albums that are coming up. We have our friend Christine Varielli from The Alston Pudding, where she is the editor-in-chief, uh, joining us this week. Christine came over to my apartment. We sat down and chatted with Jacqueline, who's over in uh, Manhattan. So it was a nice nice chat, nice way to finally introduce Jacqueline and Christine to one another. It was great. It was really fun to have all of us connect and bring our musical interests together. Uh, this week, you're going to hear a lot of new music that has come out in the in the most most recent weeks, uh, months uh, that, that the three of us are really enjoying and a lot of stuff that honestly I didn't even know about. And now I have not stopped listening to since we recorded this podcast just a couple weeks ago. And if you stay until the end, we're going to be sharing in a vinyl giveaway we're going to be giving away two vinyl records of albums that are mentioned in this episode. And you can learn about how to win those vinyl records later on. This is really exciting. Our first giveaway of the the entire podcast. Edupunks, In Between Spins, everything. The first giveaway. I'm super excited. If folks follow me on Instagram, you know that I love to give away records. That's something that I've been uh, becoming quite known for these days. Just like giving stuff away. Why not? Share the share the wealth. Share, share the fun. Share new music. That's what it's all about. Sharing great tunes that we all love. Okay, I think that's all that you've got for me. Uh, so far, uh, at the very beginning, you heard a song from Tiny Moving Parts. It was called Caution. And up next, before we get into the conversation, you're going to hear a song from Jeff Rosenstock called Your Throat off of his new album, P- 
post, which uh, Jacqueline references here in a little bit, but I'm not going to spoil too much more, but I'll be back in the in the in-betweens, <laughs> in the in-between spins, in the in-between the conversation to bring you a couple more tunes from the albums we're talking about so you kind of have an idea of what the hell is going on from all the stuff that we've been mentioning. All right, that's all I got. Let's get to this conversation. Sitting here digitally with my pal Jacqueline O'Connell, who's over in New York. Hey, Jacqueline. Hi. How are you? Well, how are you? I'm also well. Better. T- I'm honestly surprised I have a voice right now because I played a gig on Saturday night and yelled a whole bunch with a cold and felt like shit. But right now, I feel good. I have no Great. idea. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, this is so weird. <laughs> We're joined this week with our friend, uh, with our friend Christine Varielli, who is the editor in chief of Austin Pudding. Say, 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 hey! I'm waving. You can't see it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is Christine. <laughs> this is Christine's voice. Yes. Uh, Christine, why don't you tell folks a little bit about yourself uh, before we get into this conversation, so folks can know a little bit about you? Yeah. Uh, so, as Craig said, my name is Christine. I'm the editor in chief of Austin Pudding, which is a Boston-based music blog, but also other things like booking shows and uh, video series and Mm -hmm. that kind of John. Yeah. Yeah. What other kind of cool stuff do you do? Uh, I'm an avid animal lover. Mm -hmm. I I foster dogs, and I have a dog and cat of my own. And Uh, you have the tuxedo cat. Yes, I have a tuxedo cat and dog, I guess. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't think of it as a tuxedo dog, but I think... It can be considered. I that. never think of black and white dogs as tuxedo dogs. Yeah, because she's black with a white chest, white oh, paws. Oh fuck! Yep, just like my cat. They match. In this house, we love tuxedo cats. True. Hey, football! Everyone on this podcast is used to hearing me say hi to football. <laughs> Hello, football. Football's just like sitting there, just like being a cat, dude. This must this is a tough life for a cat. All right, what are we talking about today, Jacqueline? We're going to talk about albums that we've liked so far that were released in the year 2018 of our Lord and Savior, and then albums that we are looking forward to slash rumored that haven't been announced, but we are excited that there's been some, you know, little little whisperings about. There's at least been like a nudge, like, yeah. hey, we might be doing this thing. Yeah. And all three vague, of, vague posting. Yeah, exactly. And like all three of us are, are in some way connected in the music scene industry. So we've heard more inklings, maybe, I think. And that'll be good. But we're also like hoping not to get some folks' hopes up. Like, hey, 
some of these haven't been announced yet. <laughs> so don't hold us to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just things as music lovers, I want to hear from some of my bands I haven't heard from in a little while. Yep. <laughs> Cannot hold these against us or use our clout as any sort of way of leaking things. Exactly. <laughs> We're just three music nerds trying to just educate y'all on what's come out this year that you might have missed. And what's great is we've already shared what we're going to be talking about today, and there's still a lot of stuff that's already come out this year that Jacqueline and Christina are about to talk about that I don't even know about yet. And that's what's so exciting, because I'm ready to learn today. Same. Who wants to go first sharing something that they have enjoyed this year so far? Sure. As our guest, why not? As our guest, sure. What's something you've enjoyed this year? Uh... I'll just, yeah, I was kind of thinking of things off the top of my head, and the first thing that popped into my head was uh, bed bugs all count to heaven in years without seasons. Is that the whole name of the of the album? Yeah, I got That's it written cool. down here. All count to heaven cool. in years without seasons. Cool. Um, for those of y'all who don't live in Boston, you probably aren't as familiar with Bedbug. It's the project of Dylan Citron, who is a, an incredible, awesome person in Boston. They not only play music, but also book shows um, in their house and are just like a really nice and active person in the Boston music scene that I love and appreciate. Um, and it's just a, it's a nice album that sort of incorporates like found footage, bedroom pop, like very like low key drum machine stuff. So I think like fans of Sounds field... like Florist, maybe? Yeah, like kind of Florist or Field Medic yeah. or any one of those artists, if you're a fan of those, you'd probably be into it. Hmm. Um, yeah. That sounds really chill. And they tell like really beautiful, just sort of like mundane stories, but the way that they're presented to you make them just that much more beautiful and a lot of themes of nature and that kind of stuff nice i have to look like listen to that because that sounds really interesting yeah i love it this one right here yeah that's it we'll share some of it on the pod so folks can hear a little bit about it hear a little bit of it cool jacqueline what's something that you've enjoyed this year so far um something that was released on january 1st 2018 was jeff rosenstock's post on polyvinyl and, you know, everybody loved his previous release, Worry, and I didn't, I, I guess I kind of missed that train, slash I just didn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> so, Same. Which happens. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I think I listened to it once and I like didn't, I was like, didn't like despise There's it. It's a lot. So. It's a lot to take. It's a big album. Yeah. So Post was like really nice. I, I think that it was... Uh, I listened to it that day and then I I just kept listening to it. So I'm really enjoying that release. And I like kind of just how it was like a surprise announcement. I like how it was rolled out. And uh, yeah, I'm really jazzed about that. Any of you listen to that? Yeah, I actually listened to it at the gym the other day. And I think what's interesting about the music that Jeff makes is I don't think he's reinventing any wheels at all. Uh, but what I love about him is his music is super eccentric. Yeah. Because he'll change styles almost every single song. 
But what he's doing isn't anything groundbreaking. But I think what I enjoy the most about him is the the words that he writes are like super romanticizing a lot of like self-care stuff and like mental health stuff. Like he's really upfront about just like what's going on in life. And I really appreciate that about what he does. Yeah, I totally, I just, you could, I could not say that any better than what you just said. (laughs) He's incredible live too. Like the way that he's able to translate the energy live is really inspirational. I've, I've never been a huge fan of his, like just because it's not really the kind of music that I listen to generally, but I really enjoyed seeing him live and I'm glad that that album happened because with like everything that happened with side one dummy, he was like one of their staple artists. It was kind of this thing where it was like, Oh, like that label doesn't exist anymore. Like who's going to put out Jeff Rosenstock's music now? Mm-hmm. Cause you knew that he was going to continue to make new music. Yeah. So right. it was awesome that polyvinyl jumped on it. I think that that's a perfect label for him. Yeah. Totally. Oh, 100%. Totally. They got, right. I think the, the ethics align pretty well there. Well, Craig, what have you been listening to? Oh, man, the album that I was the most looking forward to um, when it was announced, it was announced in like November. Um, and I mostly am excited about was excited about it because it's a band that I've been listening to for over a decade and was going to their early shows in my hometown of Salem, Oregon. <laughs> and that was Typhoon. And Typhoon started for a lot. Of, I'm still kind of surprised that they're not as bigger i I just expected them to be so much bigger by now Mm. and they're finally getting they're catching on like on vinyl instagram i'm seeing their stuff come up more and more which is exciting for me because like again like i went to small little venue shows of their 12 literal 12 person band uh setups just trying to fit on little tiny stages (laughs) with 12 people to play their little indie orchestra music um but their new album offering is um absolutely what i was hoping it would be um because they've the thing about typhoon is they've put out two full links uh or no three full links and a couple eps here and there and every single one of them has a pretty distinct sound and they all tell a distinct story and the last album they did um was all about the lead singer uh kyle morton uh having uh lyme disease which is super intense oh, and coming and overcoming that. And then this new album is all about a person um, losing their memories. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole album there, the person is trying to like remember stuff and is like having like random outbursts. Like actually one of the things that there's an outburst of is this phrase that's just Asa Nisi Masa. Um, and he's just trying to remember the name of someone. He's like, Asa Nisi Masa. It's like yelling that throughout the song. Yeah. And it's just really cool. It's like the album has a lot of tribal feels to it while still being like true to itself as like a folk band. Like they're like a folk indie band. Um, but it feels more like, I don't know, Manchester Orchestra ish at times too, but very good stuff. If you like, um, music that is also like as Hipsters, this sounds art. (laughs) Art rock? Art rock, yes. (laughs) Have either of you listened to that at all? No. No, I haven't even heard of it. It's very cool. I think Craig's going to grab it right now. Well, mostly because I wanted to show you all, and I don't know how much good content this is for the podcast, but I can put a link to it. The record is super unique, so it has this clear 
um, jacket oh, cool. that has oh, sick. like a red oh, that's sick. print on the outside of it. It's like blood. Yeah. yeah. And so offerings... It has, there's like a like a sacrificial burning happening. Whoa, yeah, oh, and even the fun. back has the same oh, thing oh, on it. Very cool. Yeah, and there's no actual jacket. It's just two sleeves. Oh, ten out of ten for packaging. Yeah, it's super cool. And my student, my former student, designed all the artwork. Wait, really? Yeah, that is sick. sick. So it's pretty cool. Very oh, neat. That's very cool. So check it out. Sorry. Yeah, it's on my to check out list. We'll play. We'll play some of it on this podcast as well. Okay, cool. Christine, what's something you like too? Awesome. Uh, so you'll notice a theme where I am very loyal to my local artists here in Boston. Well, being that you run a, a, a local a, music blog, exactly. It kind of just makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so next on my list is uh, Sydney Gish's "No Dogs Allowed." Um, I think Sydney writes. In sort of the same vein as Bedbug, these, like, really beautiful sort of um, nonchalant songs that tell, like, little stories or sort of just little anecdotes of everyday life as a a young person. Um, And I think that uh, what she has done with No Dogs Allowed versus her previous album, Advise Houses, is sort of adding on to that. um, And I can kind of tell through progression between the two albums that she's really growing into herself, becoming more comfortable with her music. She went from just straight up recording stuff in her bedroom, kind of just for herself to like being really comfortable on stage and playing a lot more shows in the city. And uh, I'm really stoked to see where this takes her. It's already kind of taken off a bit. A lot of other blogs outside of Boston have been talking about her and she's been getting on some cool shows. Yeah, she got on Pitchfork. The, yeah, she she was reviewed on Pitchfork. Right there. My that's, friend Nina wrote that. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just really proud of her, really stoked. The Fader, Boston Globe, dang, NPR? Yeah, dang. yeah I saw that record everywhere. I have, I just, a, I have a really bad know. quote in that Boston Globe article. <laughs> they, they interviewed me about her because um, she was playing with um, Margaret Glasby, and it was like an Alston Pudding Presents show, mm. so um, they were just asking questions about my thoughts on Sydney Gish, and I was just like, "Can you be here for three hours?" <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, just like how the show came about and how she got on it and stuff. So yeah, That's awesome. it's been cool to watch her grow. And uh, she's living in New York right now for like I think around six months for like an internship. Oh, cool. And so, so she'll keep prob- your eyes open. Yeah, I was Jacqueline. gonna say she'll probably be playing more around there. I think she had a show recently or is soon. I want to And then say she's that playing with Bundabar at the Sinclair. Oh, cool! First week oh, of March. Yeah. So, uh, Bundabar, their new album it just—it's streaming today on Hype Machine. Yeah, I still oh. haven't checked it out yet, but um, I'm sure that it's incredible as always. They're great. Dang. Um. Yeah, I, so I've, I've seen this album, the No Dogs Allowed album, like everywhere. And it's one of those things where I just haven't had the time or just I never remember when I'm on like Spotify. Mm. So I'm it's going on the list because I've seen Love everyone talk, talking about it. Yeah, the artwork's really cool. Yeah, she releases and does everything herself. That's so cool. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she did that in like MS Paint, but it's sick. <laughs> well, it looks like she did because it has like a screenshot <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. things. That you... <laughs> I 
I'll I'll share the artwork on the website so folks can see it. Sydney, I'm slightly offended that you changed your location in New York. (laughs) (laughs) On Bandcamp. (laughs) All right, Jacqueline, what's something else you've been listening to? Um, This is kind of recent. So, Polisa did something with Stargaze, and I love Polisa um, very much like weird electronic uh, music. And um, I loved... What was that album United Crushers? That one was so good. Um, so this was this is the music for the long emergency, and um, I just saw it on like Spotify one day. I didn't even know that they were working on anything, and I'm super stoked about it. It's very good, and it's very it's like down tempo electronica, and I'm very into it. Oh, cool! Yeah, I just found the site for it. Nice. Uh, I'm only slightly familiar with Polisa. I think I've. Uh, I listened to some of their stuff in the past, but this seems like it's a different approach. Yeah, because sure. it's like a, it's not like a split. I think it's like a collaboration level, cool. you know, oh, where cool. they kind of like work together on the songs as opposed to doing doing three songs and three songs. So mm. it, it is an interesting take on their music. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. But I loved like United Crushers. I listened to that album, oh my god, like a bajillion times. I think I. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know that album as well. All right, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like I don't encode cover. the album titles with spins. What about you? What have you um, been listening to? What else have you listened to? Loyal listeners of the podcast, uh, uh, as of if you were loyal to just last week, <laughs> you heard me talk to Michi Tassi from uh, Nature Shots and people like you, um, and I gushed plenty on this album, mm. so I don't need to gush much more. You can listen to the whole conversation on the the podcast if you'd like to hear me talk more about this album, or if you want to hear full songs. But Foreclosure by Nature Shots, one of the most... Um, uh, uh, I don't even know the word. It's gut-wrenching, It's honestly. gut-wrenching. It's a lot. Um, it's really powerful. And Michi is just one of those special people that can put together a sound that sounds um, wholly unique and comforting at the same time. And so um, big fan, big text, big fan of <laughs> Foreclosure by Nature Shots. Awesome. Yeah, it's have, going on the have, list. Have, have, you've gotten to listen to it too. Yeah. You were there. We were at the same gig. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a Woo. night. Tears were shed. Yeah. Cam <laughs> sent me it like months ago and like, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. This is so good. And it wasn't even like the final masters or anything. And then like uh, Michi sent it to me for like a we did the premiere of the album mm-hmm. on Alston Pudding. So she sent it to me so that I could listen to it and come up with questions and whatnot. And uh, it's just one of those albums where I listened to it thinking that I was so clear as to what was going on, mm-hmm. but I wasn't at all. After talking to her, I was like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was about <laughs> at all. That's and, always a good feeling. <laughs> and yeah, but it's just like, it's so cool to like know the story behind it. But also it's like, it's like all about like the emotions behind it too. Like, yeah. And there's a song on it that's like um, Josephine Ab mm-hmm. that's also on the People Like You record. And um, it's kind of cool to hear like a different version of it that's sort of, like, more stripped down. Um, It just feels powerful. Like, they're both powerful versions of the song, but powerful in very different ways. I love that. One is very, like, epic, like the People Like You version, but, like, the one, the Nature Shots version is very gut-wrenching. Yeah. Epic. 
versus sonically epic. So yeah, it's great. Check it out. What's something Local else? Artists. What's something else you're listening to, Christine? Ooh, um, let's see. Uh, so I to totally change pace here. Uh, can't stop listening to the Black Panther soundtrack. <laughs> uh, it is absolutely incredible and so i listened to it like a couple of times before seeing the movie and then i've listened to it a couple times since seeing the movie a few days ago and it like totally makes more sense after you see the movie Hmm. which you should see Mm -hmm. because it's also incredible but it's just like a dream soundtrack like i haven't been this excited about a soundtrack probably since like Scott Pilgrim versus the World, ha. which was like 2009, I think. Yeah, it's a good one. And so, uh, <clears throat> just all the songs fit the vibe of the movie so perfectly, like mm. thematically, sonically. It draws a lot of. Um, there's like heavy electronic elements in some of the songs that fit well with like car chase scenes, but then there's also songs that like they have like a South African rapper on and like they use like sort of more like tribal African beats to sort of fit the vibe of the film, which mostly takes place in Africa, obviously. And um, the way that they take the themes of the movie of like the king and the power of the tribe and like love of Africa, black power, like all of these things and sort of take that thematically with the lyrics and the, this music is beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. I only heard the one song. The, the single was SZA. Yeah, it was SZA and Kamara. I haven't heard the whole out, uh, soundtrack, so I'm really excited. I haven't even seen the movie yet, so and I've seen, heard nothing but amazing things about it. Yeah. And like you just said, it's just really good, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see the movie and to get like dive into the soundtrack, because yeah, the... I tend to see the movie first <clears throat> and listen to the soundtrack. The single with SZA is incredible. Um, and then there's a song called Ops, that has um, Vince Staples and um, it's my probably my favorite song on the soundtrack. Actually. Yeah, and it features Yugen Blackrock, who I'd never mm. heard of before, but I looked her up, and she's like a South African rapper that hasn't put out a lot of stuff, but like her verse in it is really great. Yeah. Um, and that song just kicks ass. It's so heavy with like electronic beats. It's beautiful. And Kendrick uh, curated it all, correct? Yeah, he was like the the producer of the album, so he like got yeah. all the artists on board and like put it all together. It was definitely like a project of Top Dog. Yeah, it's definitely like uh so I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm going to wait till this next weekend to go see it. Um and I listened to it in my office the other day and working at UMass Boston, <clears throat> I have a lot of like I have a lot of black students who come in and come out and like they kept coming by my office because they're like, Craig, this is the first time I'm hearing rap come from your office, dude. What's going on? And I'm like, no, I listen to it pretty often, but like this soundtrack is tight. And like, uh, it was just really great to, I like to listen to soundtracks before I go see things just like, I don't know, huh. get a sense for it sometimes. There yeah. you go. I also read plot synopses of things. So I don't know. I'm all for spoilers, yeah. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Embrace it the spoilers. It doesn't really... Like, I listened to the whole Baby Driver soundtrack before going and seeing Baby Driver, <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, total opposite. I like to see the movie and then listen to the soundtrack, and... Usually same, yeah. But I was too excited for this one to wait. Yeah, I love the <laughs> Call Me By Your Name soundtrack. Haven't even seen the movie yet. <laughs> that one's I good, too. I need to go see the movie. <laughs> I like don't like going to the movies, so like everyone's always like, you should go see this movie, and I'm like, 
eh, I don't know. Like it's just <laughs> it's such a commitment. Like you gotta take like three hours out of your day That's and like real. go and sit in like a dark room. I don't know. You can say the same about a show though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, who goes to the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> you said that Ever hold the- yourself <laughs> the podcast cannot act like they've gone to the entirety of an entire show and stood there for four and a half to five th- you're a liar if you said that you have and if you had I you that. can count it on, on one hand you can count on one hand and you've gone for the entire this is different though you you play Craig, you play shows. I play shows. Christine, you put on shows. Yeah, that's true. So I kind of have to be there. I go to gigs for artists that are sometimes my clients. So, I, of course, I go to the whole show. I'm talking about people that don't work in the industry or put on shows. That's mm. fair. Okay, that's true, fair. True. You know, that's fair. What do you got, Jacqueline? This, okay, this next artist, I don't know too much about, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. Um, I saw someone on Instagram post this to their Instagram stories and it was a screenshot. I actually want to say it was, I want to say it was Morgan from Hooligan magazine. Morgan. I'm wearing the shirt, the Hooligan mag shirt. Shout out. Um, it's Raven Lene, the crush EP. And yeah, uh, Morgan shared it. And I was like, what is this? And it's just classic art. It's just classic R&B and it's really good. And I know nothing about this artist. I've never heard of them before. So I'm glad I checked it out. And I've been really jamming that ever since I saw that story like a couple weeks ago. She's so good. I saw her open for SZA back in August. And um, this EP is incredible. It like reminds me of like Aaliyah in her prime. Ah, good call. Yeah, so it'd be cool if like, like she and like Kalila went on tour. That would be a sick tour. Yeah. Her so her Moon Shoes EP. Um, yeah, I listened to it in 2015 when it came out, and I was obsessed with it, and. Then I didn't hear anything, and apparently she put out another EP last year. Seems must, like she's only putting EPs out. And I must have missed <laughs> that, so I'm really glad that to know that she's got another one out, because I really liked um, the Moonshoes EP, and so now I'm going to yeah. check out Crush. Yeah, it features um, Steve Lacey on it, too, from um, the internet, and their voices together are like a really nice pairing. Hmm. I, um, like just yeah, I Steve from the internet? He's just of the internet? Oh, no, like the, the, the band internet. the internet. Oh! Yeah, with, uh, yeah, like with, Sid. with Sid the Kid from Odd Feature. Okay, that just like threw me off. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, like just, right, you know, like from, I, the internet. Steve from the I, internet. I know we talk in memes now, but <laughs> sick. You know Steve, the one who saw Kyle and Malden burst into tears. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't want to mention Krill, but I did. <laughs> Um, we already kind of referenced the band, but I, I really like the new Tiny Moving Parts album, Swell. Um, yes. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I guess this. It's this. With a cigarette. Yeah, with a cigarette, and the pinky is way too out of proportion where the thing is chopped off. Oh, it kind of weirds me out. But, um... It's a painting. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I get it. I get it. It's um, art. I'm not going to dwell too art, much. Craig. I know. Art. Whatever. <laughs> 
I'm not going to dwell too much on it, uh, mostly because I still think Celebrate is a better album. Um, personally, uh, I really like Swell, uh, but and so far into the year, it's still something that I'm really enjoying. Especially, it's a great album for running. And I'm a runner, so I love listening to that when I'm just like, okay, I'm done listening to a podcast. I want something that'll bring me home this last half hour. Let's listen to some Tiny Moving Parts, because every song's just going to like keep me going. So really enjoying that, and I, I feel like the band has finally found that sound that they were looking for, their first two albums. And so Celebrate, they really like explored it, and this one they're like cementing it and I'm hoping the mm. next album they'll do something completely different because if they do the same thing that they just did on the last two <laughs> I will be disappointed <laughs> did you hear that tiny moving part <laughs> you fucking Craig is, to has high expectations for the next one so <laughs> FYI <laughs> do either of you uh, have you either of you listened to it I haven't yet no I, uh, I did see some of their set though and it was it was good it's crazy how big they can sound as just a three-piece. Oh, my... It's unreal how much sound they can get from a three-piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I, I worked on the campaign, so I listened to it, like, back in November, December. And so it was... Um, I think it's their best album to date. I like Celebrate, too, but I personally, for the band and, like, their history, I think it's their best album to date. Yeah, I I do think that it's really cool. They explored some different ways of like presenting a chorus and even bringing in some keys, which was like totally unexpected. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it yeah, is good and, to see them super confident, though. Yeah, and um, uh, I don't know her name. Is her name Kelsey from Jetty Bones? Is that her name? Uh, yeah. So that's Dylan's partner. partner. Yeah, and she sings on the um on the album and i didn't even notice it i like heard this this like female voice and i was like who is that and someone was like oh it's dylan's partner and i'm like that is so cool and they like played shows together and mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was they're really jumping nice. on this part of the i think like this segment of the tour uh no that already passed it was like the mid- the midwest portion of the tour uh which was a few weeks ago, but yeah, that I I think it's a good album. Tiny Moving Parts is going out with Wonder Years this summer. Yeah, so. and they just announced today they're going to Mexico. Oh, sweet! All right, now we're gonna give you some tunes from some of the albums we just referenced. You're gonna hear tunes from Bedbug, the song called Lilies, and then you'll hear a song from Typhoon called Rorschach, and then a track from uh, Polisa and Stargaze. Uh, the song is called Speaking of Ghosts, and then you'll hear I Eat Salads Now from Sydney Gish. Here you go. Enjoy all these tunes. I guess so. Leave this awful rabbit hole that took away 
Let's get back to this conversation with Christine and Jacqueline. Christine, Oof, what's okay. another one that you're you're listening to? Yeah, um, <clears throat> it just came out recently, so I've only had the chance to listen to it once at this point. But um, Howdy's Cranberry came mm. out, and uh, I really I really dig that band. Um, it's it's chill, feels feels nice to listen to. Uh, I saw them open for. I think it was Pine Grove, unfortunately, um, mm. when they toured together. But uh, yeah, I've just I've dug this band for a little over a year now, and uh, it's cool to have another album from them in such a short amount of time. So, yeah, uh, yeah. When I was sorting through uh, like new releases, just like last week, yeah, because it came out what the ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was sorting through them, <clears throat> I listened to like a quick song or two 
of each album that I'm like discovering on like the new release days on Spotify or a couple of the release radar. Yeah, whatever websites I'm using to find the new stuff that's coming out. And then I go to sort them into other playlists, so I come back to them later. And when I was listening to the couple from the the Howdy record, I was like, definitely going to come back to this one. And then I listened to it uh, during the week while I was at work. And it's really good. It's good stuff to just have on while you're doing other stuff. And when Mm. you're just like... uh, Needing to relax. When you're just needing to relax and chill out. And so that's the kind of stuff I've been gravitating to lately. Yeah. So yeah, I, chill I the fuck out. Same. I really, I really enjoy that one. And I, um, as I previously mentioned, I almost put that on my list too. And I think that it's just very like light and airy. And I feel like they kind of got out of that awkwardness. The last release was really good too. Yeah. I think they kind of got out like a little bit more refined, and they they're getting out of their shaking off their awkward shells a little bit. And this one is really, it's really nice. I mean, I agree. It's very enjoyable. Did this one come out on Double Double Whammy too, or was this self yeah. yeah. Double Double Whammy right there? Double Double Whammy just announced that the um, Polyvinyl's kind of taking them under their wing, helping them with distribution and some uh-huh. other stuff, which is really awesome. Stoked for Mike about that. It um, looks like it's, their shops are set up the same too. So. Yeah, so it's. I think it it looks similar to the deal that like Sub Pop and Hardly Art have. Okay, cool. So. I'm excited for them. That's super sweet. Yeah. yeah, they're doing like a a like a co South by showcase too. Yeah, that looks dope. That just looked dope. Um, that looks like that's gonna be a good one. Who do so we think for... is the special guest? <laughs> hmm. Probably Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah, you think? Maybe it's gotta be somebody big. They're headlining it. It was, is it a polyvinyl? It's polyvinyl and double double whammy together. Would it be American football? Yeah. That might be too Ooh, big. That might be too. But yeah, that would be sick. That would be like South by Southwest gasm. They're just yeah. like, oh! <laughs> yeah. Everyone would freak out. And or maybe like, like Rainer Maria. Hmm. That would oh be cool. yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if it was like always. True. Mm. That would make more sense actually. And pale or pale hound. Antisocialites yeah. was so good. Oh my god, such a good album. I'm gonna put that on later. All right. Because I can. Because I'm a goddamn adult. All right. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Do people Jack, normally tell you you can't listen to certain music? Well, it's mostly that I have the day off so I can listen to records because I'm normally at work all day. True. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, so this album came out on Friday and <laughs> I had t- we, we had tickets to go to the show Uh in Brooklyn and we didn't go to the American nightmare show show. Cause I got tired and I didn't want to go to a hardcore show. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. <laughs> Sometimes you're just too old and you're just like, you know what? I'm too old to be like, I need to go to a show to say that I went to a show. So <laughs> we didn't go. Um, but I listened to the album on Friday and like, I loved all the singles. So um, I can't say like too much about it or like get into details about like any of the songwriting. Cause I haven't spent enough time with it. I don't think, but I definitely really enjoy it. And I mean, it's the first album in 15 years, which is insane. And I'm really happy that they felt that this was the time to, give us a new album and i appreciate that uh i i actually listened to it the other day and it doesn't seem like they've skipped a beat so it seems really t- tight yeah 
And uh, I've never listened to them. Well, and I, I hadn't really listened to them a whole lot in the mm-hmm. past. And I had like a seven inch that someone gave me like a while back. And I would spin that every now and again. And like, it's, it's stuff that I can definitely tell where the hardcore bands today were clearly influenced by them. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely not of the, um, I don't know. I think it, I missed it growing up. So. Well, if you're, I mean, do you, do you listen to them now or did you just listen to this new one? I just listened to this new one because it was coming out. I have my, my American Nightmare record still in the packaging. I haven't even opened it yet. Yeah. <laughs> do you just like leave your records in a stack unopened? I do that. I have three. You have three? Just like chilling. <laughs> I like that. I'll like tuck them on top of my records like. Like, and then I'm like, okay, I'll open these, like, put them on my discogs, and then listen to them later. Yeah, that's what I do. I did that I yesterday. Them. I spent all day adding things to discogs. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not, like, in a moment where I can sit down and, like, I like to open them, spend time with them, looking at the packaging and reading, like, the liner notes and stuff like that, and I just haven't had the moment to just sit down with them, because um, mm. they just came last Relatable. week. Relatable. Yeah, so, yeah, they just stack there in the mailers, and then I unbox them and spend time with the little babies, and then I tuck them away and put them on Discogs, and I listen to them at another time. Heck yeah. I have process. I'm, I am the type of person that if I don't open them immediately, uh, I get a lot of uh, stress because <laughs> I need to get the box uh, into either recycling or storage and put the record away. And Katie has a lot of, um, we like to keep this like living room area clean so that we don't, either of our anxieties doesn't get too bad. That's smart. That is smart. Some days, like when we get, when we get home from holiday, like we just got back from winter break a couple weeks ago at at this point, but there's just like a stack of records just waiting for us. And I was like, I just got to get, I got to open all these right now before I even try to go to bed. And you have to reduce, reuse, recycle Rihanna. (laughs) I like that. Hell yeah. I stole that from Broad City. That's a motto I can live by. I stole that from Broad City. I can't take credit for that. But oh my god, you're right. I forgot. Love it. I've been watching so much Broad Like, I've watched Broad City through three times because I just love that show so much. It's so good. I listen, I'm behind on it. I listen to, um, oh my gosh, uh, Abby's podcast. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Two Dope Queens? Oh no, a work of art. Oh. Or a piece of yeah. work. Um, with the last summer. Because it had, it had a 10 episode run. And it was super cool just her talking about art. I could listen to Abby Jacobson talk about anything for a – I love her voice. I'm a True. big voice person. I love her voice. Just like there's such a sweetness to her tone. And when she gets mad though, that's what I love in Broad City when she get, like yells at people because she still sounds so fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, listen, man, listen, no. <laughs> yeah, that that series was really cool. I also listened to that, and um, she's just like super talented. Yeah, it's fucked up how smart she is. <laughs> yeah, the two of them together is just like an unreal situation. And then the other, you'd add like Amy Poehler into the mix, who like produced Oof, a lot of yeah. their stuff. I mean, yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah. feminism. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, my next one is Harm's Way's Post-Human. And honestly, I didn't expect to talk about this one that much. But the thing is, I keep coming back to it. Mm. And that's, I think, why I need to bring it up. Because I was, I liked early Harm's Way stuff. Like, the, the it's just, like, kind of grinding hardcore. But, like, it, it was just kind of, like, same old, same old to me. But Rust, they did some really cool stuff on their last album. But then this one, Post-Human... They really start like bringing in different types of instrumentation. They really started to expand their sound a little bit more and even got some catchy stuff in there, which is like like, weird to me. Mm. Like when I was listening to it, I was actually listening to it the first time when I was stuck in traffic. So probably the best environment to listen to angry music. (laughs) When you're already feeling angry. I just want to get out of this parking lot. That's all I want to do. So I'm just going to. Roll down my windows and blast this fucking uh, hardcore album right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> and one of the coolest album covers of the year so far. Yeah, you just have it up and it's sick. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. It's so cool. Almost looks like a city collapsing into the inside of someone's brain. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. Like all these gems. Like It's also like really alarming to look at at the same time. But I think it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, have either of you checked that one out? No? No. I don't know if it would be your cup of tea, but... Yeah, I... Hardcore and I have had a very brief relationship, yeah. to be honest. Uh, a brief tease? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to get into it. And a lot of it is, like, hit or miss for me, because they'll be like, yeah. if I if I can skip a song and they all start the same, or I can skip through a song and then nothing happens, I'm like, mm. not going to listen to this album. But, yeah. like, when a band can switch it up every now and again, I'm, I'm there for it. Like, that Incendiary album last year, we talked about it on the last In Between Spins, but that album was fucking great, because they just did so much great stuff on that album. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like current hardcore stuff I listen to, it's just, like, Turnstile and gouge away. Mm-hmm. Well, like those, those two. Those are gouge both away. really great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love gouge away. <laughs> yeah, I saw them with a Touche Amore show. And, uh, Single I, Mothers. I was, I was literally just there to see gouge away, but I stayed for the rest of it. It was such a good show. It was, yeah. Yeah, that was, was a good show. Uh, they put. I, I saw that same tour with Touche Amore, and like, gouge away is just so incredible live. So I was really happy that I got to see them. Um, since I had actually previously, I actually just discovered them only a few months before that, um, cause a friend recommended them and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> same, honestly. Yeah. All right. Christine, what's right. the last one you got to share with us? Um, so <clears throat> going to go back to Boston here. Yay. And, uh, last one I got for you. It's not technically out yet, but it's streaming right now on noisy. So you can check it out. And by the time this podcast comes out, it might be out. So it's uh, Calmark's Universal Care. So I have a very special love in my heart for Calmark's. They were one of the first bands in Boston that really got me into the scene here. And they just have progressed so much in the last, like, ten years that they've been a band, I think, is a good estimate. Mm -hmm. And um, this album, it just sort of takes, like, the real, like, raw roughness of their last couple but then makes it like super sludgy and fuzzy and just like the bass lines are just extra tight on this one and it just feels like the band has like finally become like a true unit 
because it's only their second album with the current drummer that they have, and it feels like they've really, like, become super comfortable with what they are. And the recording quality of it is a lot different. It's a lot less clean than Mm -hmm. their last couple. And I think that it kind of, it just feels really special. And sort of Carl Shane, who's the vocalist and guitarist, gets, like, a little bit more political with this one and not like in a like fuck Trump kind of way, even though he's very much that type of person. Mm -hmm. It's like political in like a much broader sense about like how we interact with each other. There's also like how we interact with grief and then um, a lot of stuff about climate change Mm -hmm. in like some of the songs. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's just kind of all over the place thematically in like a sort of political and personal sense that you sort of didn't get in some of their previous albums. I worked with Carl at the Newbury warehouse. Nice. Um, Everybody and, has worked there. Well, yeah. <laughs> in like the scene. I love it. Well, what's, what's great is Newbury comics. when I was, yeah, <laughs> Newbury comics I'm literally shirt. wearing a Newbury comics shirt. <laughs> um, what was great is one day I was there just mm, doing mind, mindless work <laughs> And I was talking with Sam from Hotel Year, and mm-hmm. I, had, I just learned that he was in Hotel Year, and then I was talking to Carl, and someone was talking about him playing a gig, and I was like, oh, what band are you? And he's like, Cal Marx. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to go home and listen to it, because they were talking about Palm, and I really like Palm. Mm. And he's like, yeah, if you like that, you might like my band. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I went, and I listened to Cal Marx, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is good stuff. So I went to him. Because I also wanted to share with him that my real name is Carl. And I go, <clears throat> I changed my name when I was a kid because I hated the name. And he's like, ah, I don't really know how I feel about the name. And, <laughs> and I was like, well, you stuck with it. So I, I, I got out of it. But I was like, your band's really great. And he was just like so bashful about it. Like didn't really seem to care. I was like, all right, well, that's cool. He but, is like a completely different person on stage versus off yeah. stage. Like he's so humble and mm-hmm. like more reserved off stage. But mm-hmm. then when he gets on stage, it's like he's like, a maniac dang like the way I still that haven't he, seen him live the way that he like attacks his guitar and like screams into the microphone it's like are you a, the, the same, same person <laughs> like what's going on here but he's a sweetheart so that's it's so awesome. great i need to go see them yeah you definitely they've do. got something coming up soon don't they their release show is on march 10th at okay. the elks lodge sick nice yeah. i, I have nothing to do with the yet. show but i'll plug it anyway because it's <laughs> gonna be great Awesome, yeah. I I haven't I haven't listened to the album yet, but I obviously know of it. Um, shout out to Exploding Sound Records. True, Dan Golden. What's up? Um, <laughs> but I the singles that I did hear were really good, and I have to the way that you just described that. I don't like like I understand why people do it, and I think it's not a bad thing. But I really do enjoy when people take a, a more creative approach and talk about the broader spectrum of like how things change in economies and policy and climate and they don't go right to like presence of fucking dick, blah, 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 blah. The presence, you know, just kind of like saying the same thing over and over again in a very simplistic way. I appreciate when people go dig a little deeper. And so I'm, that sounds like something I would really enjoy. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit that up. Take that for a spin. Nice. Woo. What's your, what's your last one you got for us, Jacqueline? So the last one I have is, it's just a two song release. It's the J-SOM two song little, little ditty from uh, Polyvinyl. Um, I really, I think it's honestly, I believe it to be, I don't, I think it's just the two, 
songs that kind of like didn't make it onto Everybody Works because that's what it sounds like. It sounds like it belongs on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna it, like it. <laughs> oh yeah, I haven't yeah. heard it yet. I'm, I didn't even know this was out, yeah. so I'm yeah, excited. Two songs, Pirouette and OK Meet Me Underwater, and they're just really good. And I, I the artwork for it, it, it's a seven inch that you can order um, from Polyvinyl, but it honestly feels like it should be on Everybody Works, but it just didn't make it on there. So I think it's like a nice bridge, um, and I'm excited to see what's next because, you know, seven inches, two songs, seven inches are typically like, hey, there's something else in the works. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, she's on tour with uh, Japanese Breakfast right now, right? Yeah. Which yeah. I just got my tickets to the second sold out show in Boston. Jeez. Yeah. I'm so glad you were able to get that. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for that. It's I've a, become such a big fan of Japanese, Japanese Breakfast. Breakfast. Level Up, Radiator Hospital. It's like a dream show. It's going to be me. such oh. a gig. That is going to yeah. be quite the gig. I'm seeing yeah. Phoebe Bridgers on Friday, and I'm nice. ready to Going cry. to that on Saturday here. I'm still going to try to figure out a way to get in there. I'll fucking figure it out. I will break into the Even. great Scott if I have to. It's a great Scott, right? Yeah. Tight. I'll be there hard. on Wednesday. That's a hard place to break into, though. It's true. I was just there for the <laughs> record flea market the other day. But I'll be there on Wednesday for Pianos Become the Teeth's uh, album release Heck show. Yeah. Speaking, nice. that's a, Speaking of... That's called a segue in the business. That's what we in the biz call a segue. Because <laughs> <laughs> my last one that I want to share is Wait for Love by Pianos Become the Teeth Loops. Literally just came out. Uh, we're recording this on the 19th. Uh, this came out just on Friday. Um, and I've only, I've only had a few days with it, but I've already listened to it 14 times. And that's an obnoxious... Oh much oh, an, God. i know <laughs> i haven't listened to any of the albums that? i listed that many times I, I i sorry the only reason i did that is because keep you was my favorite album in 2014 i have a tattoo for it and it meant a lot to me and did so this album it, i was like, like okay what? i'm like how did you do that <laughs> uh i listened to it eight times the first day it came out i had a lot of time uh to myself in my office that day which was good but then I also did a bunch of commuting and running. Again, I have ways of listening to things a bunch of times. Wow. Did you wake up with like the um, I think my coworkers your head? would punch me if I did that. No, they wouldn't. They're great. They're nice. But, <laughs> um, but that is to say, uh, it's not everything that I wanted from the album, but I still think it's beautiful because it's Kyle kind of getting away from the album, the, the trilogy of his loss of his father to now becoming a father and being a family man and being a husband and... Uh, the only real reference to his father is like, my son's never going to get to see you and meet you and all these other things, which is really beautiful. But the, yeah, the album is actually more hopeful than anything they've ever written. Uh, it actually has a lot of uh, foxing dealer kind of sounds in it. It's really atmospheric. Uh, and while they didn't do any like explosive stuff that they used to do in the past, I really think they're like coming into their own is this like new, um, new wave of emo-ish rock i don't know that's cool and they just they just, they announced a co-headline tour with foxing in the uk yeah for, for august so that's really that's a very nice pair foxing wearing a foxing shirt <laughs> and i've got a foxing shirt <laughs> yes you are look at all of us we've all referenced our shirts today nice. we have yeah i feel like we are a very well-rounded group here <laughs> i agree we we live breathe and wear the work
everyone, Jacqueline here. I hope you're enjoying the newest episode of In Between Spins on the Edge of Punks podcast. I'm excited to announce that the In Between Spins YouTube channel will launch on Thursday, March 8th, which is also International Women's Day. It probably comes as no surprise that I love collecting vinyl. It's been a hobby and a huge obsession of mine for over a decade. And over the years, I've had the pleasure of meeting and connecting with other femme and non-binary vinyl collectors through social media and record fairs. However, this space is still heavily dominated by men, and this is why I created In Between Spins. Every week, I'll share pieces of my record collection, books I'm reading, art I'm enjoying, and whatever else I'm doing in between spinning records. In addition to a YouTube channel dedicated to femme and non-binary vinyl collectors, our first quarterly zine will also be available to purchase with all proceeds going to Trinity Place Shelter, a homeless shelter in New York City for LGBTQ youth. This first zine is centered on feminism and how we navigate relationships with male figures in our lives. If you'd like to get involved with the channel or zine, feel free to reach out to me on social media or email hello at inbetweenspins.com. Talk to you all soon and enjoy the rest of this episode. All right, time for another quick music break. We're at the hour mark, which is kind of cool. We've only got a little bit more left in this conversation. Did want to break it up for another episode because there just wasn't a whole lot. Uh, but you're going to hear some more songs here. We're going to play you some some bits from the song In the Sun by Howdy. I'm in love with this album now. Pirouette by Jay Som. And Charisma by Pianos Become the Teeth.
right, time to wrap up this conversation with Jacqueline and Christine. Let's bring it home. Let's wrap this up with some stuff we're just looking forward to. Should we just listen them off? Yeah, if you want to listen them off, I don't care. Sure. Uh, do you want to go first again, since you're our guest, Christine? Sure. Sick. <laughs> what are some things you're looking forward to? Yeah, uh, there's a lot coming out this year that sounds good, and I am just at the the, the tip of it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you're so new still. What to life? Well, well, the year is still so new. Oh, the we... year is new. I thought you said I was new. Oh no, no, no! I was the... like, what am I new to? I'm I thought I heard you here. say you're so new too, and I was like, yeah, the year is still so new. I'm, I'm done. I'm sorry. 2018 canceled. Just kidding, because all these albums have to come out. Um, so I have uh, Soccer Mommy's Clean. Yeah. Very looking forward to that. And also seeing her on Saturday. Um, Anna McClellan, Yes and No. Uh, I just have a, a short anecdote on this one. Um, Anna McClellan was an artist that I had never heard of before. And then I went and saw her play because she was playing at um, Vivant Vintage, that like vintage store in mm-hmm. Lower Alston with um, Rick from Pyle and, and Carl from Calmarks, of course. And um, That was pretty, that wasn't long ago, was it? It was It was a couple of years ago. Oh, never Like mind. maybe two or three years ago. And I had never heard of her before. And then I saw her play and I was like, this is fucking incredible. And so mm-hmm. I like bought her tape there and then um just was instantly obsessed Hmm. and this new album's gonna be real great so yeah um if you're a fan of bright eyes you'd probably dig it she did some work with connor Oberst. so and then um courtney barnett obviously yeah hop along bark your head off dog obviously if you're not excited for that album your life is canceled um i still stand frankie cosmos and i'm really excited for vessel and um wild card i'm really excited about the new janelle monet album that's supposed to be coming out there was a trailer before certain screenings of black panther for the album but for whatever reason, they decided that the Apple Cinemas in Fresh Pond was not worthy of it, so I did not see it. But I watched it on the fader like two days later. Oh, damn. Um, I love Apple Cinemas. Same. You can just buy a ticket and then just go to movies. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want. You can just stay there for the. It's an it's an anarchist owned theater, so they don't really give a shit. <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> um, but yeah, Janelle Monae is incredible. She has this whole like crazy brand where she's like a robot woman and I'm here for it. She makes like really weird, interesting mm-hmm. R&B that like nobody else is doing. So yeah. I love her. And then, um, so those are all confirmed real albums coming out in the near future. And then I also, um, have inklings based on social media vague posting that maybe, Isaiah Rashad and FKA Twigs will be putting things out this year. And so I'm very excited if either of those things pan out because they're both incredible. Nice. I would love another full length from FKA Twigs. Same. Same. She's so great. Yeah. Her music is... Uh, I played it for one of my friends, and he was like, "This is sick, but also kind of scary." Yeah, and I was it's like, a lo- yep. it's disarming music." Yeah, but like I think in a way that like is really beautiful. It's like scary and sexy, 
and I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good way to... That's a weird... Hmm. It's fun to, like, be excited about music that is scary and sexy yep. without being a Spice Girls song. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, also shout out True. to the Spice Girls. If oh, they're putting... Yeah. Are they going to put something out this year? Oh, that would be uniting. Automatic album of the year. <laughs> That would be sick. That would be sick. (laughs) If you're listening to this, any one of the Spice Girls, put it out. (laughs) I'll just make sure to like tweet this at every Spice Girl when when the episode goes live. Listen at the like one hour, eight minute mark. (laughs) We call you out. (laughs) We're expecting, we're expecting a record. You should put one out. Please, please, please. (laughs) We're just, we're just snapping. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Jacqueline. Oh, what do you have, Jacqueline? Yeah. I have... I'm very, very excited about the new Y Oak album. They played um, in New York a couple of months ago, and they sampled some of the new songs, and they were phenomenal, and I'm so excited. I mean, I like, to this day, Civilian is, like, in my top ten favorite albums of my lifetime. So... The louder I call, the faster it runs. I'm very excited for that album. Um, Lucy Dacus, historian, um, obviously loved the previous record. That one got a lot of love. So I'm very excited to see, you know, the growth. And so far, the singles are still have a lot of that same flavor from, um, uh, oh, no, no burden. Okay. <laughs> so, uh yeah, so the previous album, it still has a lot of flavors from No Burden, so, but I'm excited to see how it all came together in the new the new record, and that's out, not this Friday, but next Friday. Uh, Fourth Wanderers, last week, just announced that they signed to Sub Pop and are putting out a new record, and I'm here for that, because I love Fourth Wanderers. So good, like, unreal, and they put on an unreal show. I saw them, they played, um, they went on that tour with Sorority Noise and... The Obsessives, and wow, what what a show. Hmm. Yeah, I saw them with, uh, with Half Wave oh, at Great nice. Scott, like, last year sometime, I think, and it was fucking sick. We did a cool video with them on Alston Pudding, too, where they played in, like, a tiny practice space. So oh, it's fun and gives that. you claustrophobia. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. I, I, I enjoyed that. I remember seeing that. Um I'm unfamiliar with that, but it sounds like something I would enjoy. Yep. Side note, you did that with uh with Lady Pills too. Yeah. Yeah. They're good band. Good, good, good band. Good band. <laughs> uh, okay. So then the last two that I'm looking forward to. So Screaming Females all at once. That's out actually this Friday on Don Giovanni. Yeah. Another best label ever. Yes, that's a fantastic label. I am like, like you know with warriors and i i just love that album, that label it's so good. i have the new chris gethard stand-up oh, yeah. from don giovanni yeah, yeah. <laughs> on they vinyl. just like consistently are just so they're just like incredibly hard working oh yeah i and, met like, the I met just the owners. do it because they love it yeah, yeah. I met the owners at and the album I love release that so much, yeah they're super nice they have inaco my favorite band mm-hmm such a oh. such a labor of love and like you can tell like oh yeah through like the bands and like with all their releases and stuff yeah totally great label and then i found out about this artist this year i think they're they're pretty new uh super organism 
they're coming out on Domino um, in like two weeks. And I honestly heard about it through Stereo Gum. So shout out to Stereo Gum for like writing about it. Because I was like, what is this weird ass video? And I watched it. <laughs> and it's so weird. And I'm like, wow, why? I feel like I need this kind of strange electronic weirdness. It's kind of like electronic art rock is what it feels like. It feels like- huh. Yeah, it's kind of like it sounds like it was made in like someone's bedroom, and I'm I'm all about it. I kind of need that because uh, I haven't had that in a minute. Hmm. So that sounds sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's the the one that you mentioned that I don't know at all. So I gotta check that out. It's super weird, and I, I just sometimes you just need one of those weird ones to kind of like even it out, and like because I've been listening to fucking paramore like all the time so clean the story so- of my life yeah <laughs> my whole life is based on the paramore relatable record. content <laughs> so hashtag <laughs> and so i've only been listening to like that and like saint vincent so like it's so clean and well produced so when you sit down with something super wacky and weird you're like yeah i am totally here for this like crazy shit that i don't know what's going on and i don't know how this came out of someone's brain but i love it <laughs> Can you compare it to anything else, or is it like literally a beast of its own? Everybody wants to be. We famous. are in Maine slash London. Those are two very different places. So yeah, it reminds me of the blow, and I I think that's why I, like I latched onto it because like I I like miss early two thousands the blow. I don't really like anything that they've put out recently. Mm. Hmm. So I think that's why I like retweet. I kind of like. <laughs> would you say retweet? Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, that's what I got. And then rumored, not really rumored because it, it's already been kind of a headline, is uh, Sleater Kinney is working on a new record and I am so stoked for it. For I can't it. even Same. <laughs> Make sure that gets picked up by the mic. <laughs> yeah. I just, I need to let Do you want to be added know. to this ridiculous Sleater Kinney group I'm in on Facebook? Oh my God. Yes. It's wild. Yes. Yes. I don't know how old you are, but I assume that we're around the same age, so you'll feel kind of old, but it's ridiculous. Wait, you'll feel old in a Sleater Kinney group? Yeah, most of the people in it are like 20, Oh, I'm, I'm 28 going on 29. Same. Oh, nice. I'm the grandpa here. Already in my Woo! 30s. That's okay. This is great. I always feel really old, so this is great. <laughs> it was funny, because I was talking to, to Julian last night. And we were talking about when we got sober in our lives. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I started getting sober around 19. And I was like, I hadn't even started drinking until I was 21. Dude. <laughs> and so we were having these yeah, like... Yeah, 19 is when I started drinking. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, this fucking sucks when, yeah. I, when I was like 23. So It was a me, I feel old kind of moment. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, also because like, I, I don't know. I think I stopped like... I didn't really get into drinking anything until I was like 20 when I turned 21. Uh, I had gone to the occasional party, but like other than that, I mean, I still drink and I enjoy my wine, but that's like real. I do it at home in the privacy of my own home and I don't like going to bars. I don't like being touched by people. I don't like loud. It's very I, to the point where I don't like going to shows sometimes because I'm just like, I don't want to be around people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring us home, Craig. I'll bring us home. Uh, one of my uh, most uh, anticipated albums of the year uh, is S. Carey's 100 Acres. It comes out uh, the 24th or something like that. I should write this down. 
No? <laughs> it's really good. Uh, his uh, lead single's really great. Uh, Fool's Gold, I think is what it's called. And uh, I just really, I really love everything that Sean has put out since uh, being like a dual member of Bon Iver. And he just has like a... <clears throat> I've kind of gravitated towards a lot of his music uh, many times in my life of just like stuff that'll help me chill the hell out. And I'm really excited to hear what he puts out. And I also just love Jack Jaguar as a label in general. Mm. And I tend to support anything that they put out. Um, and then an album I've been waiting for, for at least 11, 12 years, uh, the new perfect circle album, <laughs> which have been waiting for longer than a new tool album. And the tool album is the joke, but we, it's been longer since the perfect circles put out an album. So we all uh, know a perfect circle is better. Yeah. And so I'm stoked for eat the elephant. I got to see them. Uh, in November at uh, BU of all random places. Wait. They played the Aganis Arena. Really? I bought tickets. I didn't the, even know that happened. I bought tickets the morning it happened. <laughs> it was like 40 bucks. I went <laughs> and I rocked out and it was, you know, the crowd that's totally a, a great, super great tool crowd. If you love vaping and black and gray tattoos, it was your place to be. Did you, did you see a lot of tribal tattoos? It was awesome. Yeah, the tool crowd at Boston Calling was... Oh. Katie. I'm doing that, like, no thank you. Katie move. was so uncomfortable. Same. The things I heard coming out of people's mouths, I was like, it's 2018. Come on. Well, and Major Laser was playing right before Tool, and so you get the little, like, subtle racist stuff coming yep. out, and you're oh. like, all right, guys, calm down. Yep. It's oh. not that bad. Basically. <clears throat> Uh, War on Women is putting out an album in April, Capture the Flag. I'm going to have Shauna on the podcast when that album comes out. I cannot wait. Nice. Um, Shauna's one of my favorite human beings in the world, and I cannot wait to hear what they put out with that album. Uh, then the new Wonder Years uh, album got announced as well, Sister Cities. Excited to hear what... I, I'm actually going to go into that one blind. Not going to listen to any singles. Singles weird. Is it? Yeah. Haven't even touched it. It doesn't, like, I I mean, I'm not super familiar with the Wonder Years, yeah. but they're like a pop punk band, right? Yeah. It's not a pop punk They've song. kind of shifted, though. It's very alt-rock. Yeah, it's, it's kind weird. of shifted. So the last album saw them, like, growing up a lot. So I think mm. that they're probably going to keep going that direction. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. And then the new Hop Along, which we've needed a new Hop Along since the last Hop Along. I mean... We always need new Hop We need more Hop Along all the time. <laughs> uh, and then things that haven't been confirmed yet, but, but have been, like hinted at because of studio stuff and in talking to people uh new foxing uh i think hopefully by the summer i don't know uh new animal flag uh nudge nudge should be out somewhat soon and then a lot of spute uh might be getting is summer or fall and i'm excited for those three Boxing, Animal Flag, a lot of spew. And if Angel Olsen puts out something else this year, <laughs> I will shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> if Angel Olsen puts out a new album this year, I will diarrhea myself <laughs> and cry at the same time. <laughs> I fucking love her. <laughs> same. She's so. I got to see her live not long ago, and it was just. And I got one of my students was like, hey, Craig, I have an extra ticket to Angel Olsen tonight. Do you want to go? And I was like, what? I just text back. Ha, 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 ha. Is that a real question? Because, <laughs> like, of course, I want to go. Of yeah. course. I don't even think no is an appropriate answer to that question. The She's question. such a charming human being. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Well, sick. That's uh, everything we have. Uh, did you have fun? 
hanging out with us, I Christine? I did. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hopefully you'll come back again sometime. I'm always down. Yeah. Love to talk about my feelings about music, so <laughs> or feelings about everything, really. Yeah, We're, this is this is the feelies club, so you can. Woo! It's so much fun to talk to people about music that I obviously don't listen to all the time, and we brought in on on new new tunes because I always feel like I listen to the same thing over and over again sometimes. So I I appreciate this time our time together. <laughs> Oh, Same. yeah, oh. this is really nice. Christine, it's been so nice, like to meet you and talk to you, even though I, I, I like love your tweets. I think about <laughs> Thank you. I think about the the Phoebe Bridgers motion sickness medicine tweet probably on a weekly basis because it was so I was pretty perfect. proud of that one. That one was like, <laughs> it was so good. I was like, dang, that was smart. <laughs> and I think about it a lot. Speaking of which, where where can they find you on Instagram and Twitter? Uh, Yeah, so on Twitter, I'm at Certain Tragedy. Yes, it's a Saves the Day reference. (laughs) And on uh, Instagram, I am at I Have Sweaty Palms. And yes, I do have sweaty hands. (laughs) As you're rubbing your legs. Yeah, it's not even nerves. I'm not nervous right now because y'all are really nice. It's just they're always sweaty. It's gross. That's like a side effect, I realized, not uh, not to to take away but that's like a new side effect from my new antidepressants is like sweaty palms huh i've never had that before it's not a big deal like it doesn't really bother me too much but i've noticed that they're like clammier and dry mouth so like clammy hands and dry mouth of like so if anyone's taking cymbalta you would hope that those would balance out like that you would just be normal in both places but one's dry and one's too wet it's a small (laughs) price to pay i'm like on so much more level ground so i'm like super yay this is the only side effect so far is the I drink a lot of water, which is not a bad thing. It's really good for you. And then my hands just get a little clammy. So I, it doesn't bother me. But hey, hey to being happy all the time, right? And not hey, being super anxious, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline, where can people find you? Oh, people can find me at, at Jacqueline underscore O'Connell uh, on anything. Because I tried to be... Uh, I don't think I follow you on... We follow each other on Twitter. True. That's what really matters. That's really where the the opinion. That's where you know when people care. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm most me. I'm I'm probably most me on on Instagram. I get really into my my records and the music, and I get sucked into the Instagram stories and spend lots of time on there. But I have to like step away from Twitter sometimes because it's like Twitter and Facebook. They really just bum you out, you know. They counteract the, the antidepressants, and we just can't have that. And if folks are listening and you do go search for Christine, yes, she is verified. She's verified. That's true. Which I is am verified. Sick. I don't understand why, because I I think I'm verified because of Austin Pudding, but they won't verify Austin Pudding. That's weird. So Christine Varelli just followed me. On- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have sick. sweaty bombs. Ah! <laughs> I love that. All right, y'all. Have a good rest of your night, Jacqueline. You too, y'all. Bye. Bye. All right, there you have it. That's the end of the conversation. Thank you so much, Christine, for joining us this week. 
uh, and to Jacqueline for coming in in the clutch and uh, coming up with your 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 very first ad for the podcast. Cannot wait to see what your launch looks like for in in between spins. I am super stoked to see all that internet content. Uh, very excited. Another thing of internet content that you can share around and that we can share with you now is you can win your very own co- vinyl copies of the new Howdy Record, Howdy Record, Cranberry, as well as the new S. Carey album, 100 Acres. The S. Carey album is a really cool, uh, transparent green record, whereas the Howdy record is black, but it's a super freaking great record. We're going to give away a copy of each of these albums for someone who shares the image that we have shared on all of our social media and on the website. So if you are listening to this and you want to win copies of that album, please go to EduPunks Pod or Alston Pudding or In Between Spins on Instagram or Twitter or go to any of our personal Twitters. Twitter accounts or Instagrams. We just shared a bunch of them. My, and uh, you know where to find me at Craig Bidedman. If you share that image, you have the opportunity to enter and you can share it on both platforms, Twitter and Instagram and have multiple chances to win. That's super cool. Make sure you follow all three accounts in between spins, Austin pudding and EduPunks pod. We are giving folks until next Friday, March 9th, to enter this giveaway. Uh, That evening, we'll pick a winner, we'll share it, and let them know that we're going to send them a couple sweet records. So this is our first final giveaway. We'll give folks a reminder later in the week. Uh, uh, throughout all of our social medias and in next week's episode. Next week's episode is going to be a doozy. Cannot wait to share it with you all. It's going to be, it's a super fun conversation that I've already done and I cannot wait to share it with you all. So please join us next week and please share uh, the image that we have created for you to share on social media and enter our vinyl giveaway for In Between Spins, Edupunks Pod and Austin Pudding. All right, now we're going to leave you with a tune from the new S. Carey album. It's called Fool's Gold. It is super good, and you can chill the hell out as this, this, uh, as this episode comes to an end. All right, let's get to work. There are nights I see you in big sisters' hazel eyes She'll be looking out for you Underneath the sapphire skies Found your mouth in the cold 